A doctor is fired after having the janitor assist in an amputation. NASA is going to be sending robot snakes to other planets. And a high school yearbook ignites controversy with stories about sex, drugs, and alcohol. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Let's learn about the weird world that we live in. A doctor has been fired after getting the janitor to assist in an amputation procedure. (laughs) This took place in Germany. Officials at a hospital in western Germany have expressed some regret after it emerged. One of their surgeons got a cleaner, also known as a janitor, to assist in a toe amputation. (laughs) Well, it could have been worse. Could have asked the parking lot attendant to assist in the amputation. At least the surgeon asked somebody that works inside the hospital to assist with the amputation. Hey, security guard, what do you know about uh, cutting off limbs? (laughs) You want to come over here? (laughs) Well, I guess they're very understaffed over there in Berlin at the hospital. Oh, I'm sorry. This is terrible. I hope it came out all right, though. Let's keep reading. Let's find out if it was a successful amputation. (laughs) Okay, okay. So this happened on Friday at the Mainz University Hospital. Um, They said that the procedure did not result in any complications for the patient, but the doctor since has been fired. Now we have here the hospital's chief executive, Norbert Pfeiffer. (laughs) What a stupid name. Norbert Pfeiffer. Hi, I'm Norbert Pfeiffer. Norbert Pfeiffer definitely talks like this. Hi, I'm Norbert. Norbert Pfeiffer. Yeah, we, we, we don't recommend that our uh, our surgeons ask the janitor to help them in major procedures. This is just a one-off incident. They call it an anomaly in uh, science, in case you're keeping score. <laughs> I'm Norbert. <laughs> Norbert says the surgeon wrongly decided to go ahead with the routine procedure. Routine? Yeah. Amputation, so routine. Uh, Even though no qualified assistant was available, they were all on lunch break. Doctor couldn't wait. When the patient who had received a local anesthetic became restless, the doctor asked a nearby cleaner to hold the man's leg and to pass surgical instruments, according to the media. Uh, The paper reported that the cleaner had no real medical experience, just cleaned up around medical devices. Just did a lot of uh, scrubbing and dusting around medical procedures, but never had participated in a medical procedure. I don't know how this individual even knew the surgical instruments. You know, I mean, we all know scalpel, right? I know, I know, I know scalpel. It's uh, oh, I know tweezers. That's a, that's one I know. Probably everyone knows those. But then, what about the other more compl- complicated ones involved in an amputation? It's probably just saw. Hand me the saw. This saw? Yeah, that saw. The only saw over there. Give it to me. <laughs> so maybe maybe the janitor could just hold down a leg and pass a saw. That might be easy. Uh, did they amputate the bottom half of the leg? Uh, oh, no, no. It was a toe amputation. I set it up top. Yeah, you set it up top, Jonesy. Why don't you pay attention to your own podcast? The incident here that we have in the story came to light after a hospital manager spotted the cleaner, bloody gauze pads in hand, in the operating theater, it was reported. Hey, I've seen you in here before, but never holding bloody gauze pads in your hand, nor a saw. 
you've just been with a broom in here. Something is amiss. Uh, here's a quote from Norbert Pfeiffer. Norbert Pfeiffer emphatically says, you know, this should never have happened. No, I'm Norbert Pfeiffer, and I shouldn't have let this happen. This is my hospital, after all. Shouldn't be happening. Shouldn't have janitors or security guards or, or parking lot attendants or valets doing surgical procedures. Not in my hospital. I'm Norbert. NASA is going to send robot snakes to other planets. It's the sound of science. Ooh, robot snakes in space. It says here, NASA is planning on sending robots that resemble snakes to explore the moons of Saturn's. Why snakes? Well, they're very streamlined. Their bodies are slick. They can probably travel through space and on top of planets very easily. Much more aerodynamic than your typical Wally-shaped robots that clunk around on moons and what have you. What do I know about robots in space? I'm just guessing. Let's keep reading and learn actual science. Says these serpentine robots named eels, E-E-L-S, that stands for Exobiology Extant Life Surveyor. Ooh, how fancy. These are being tested by NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, which is right near where I live, Pasadena, California, JPL. Uh, so they're testing these snakes as potential explorers for Saturn's icy moon, which is called Enceladus. Enceladus? Sounds like uh, empanadas. Ooh, I wonder if it tastes like an empanada. Oh, I want to eat that icy moon, the empanada. It's frozen. You got to defrost it in the microwave before you can eat Saturn's icy moon called empanadas. This is so stupid what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't care. Here's a quote from JPL's Matthew Robinson. He's the eels project manager. He's really excited that he gets to send snakes into space. Intergalactic rattlesnakes, intergalactic, intergalactic, another dimension, another dimension. We're sending the snakes to another dimension. All right, here's a quote from Matthews Robinson. I'm so high. Uh, it has these capability to go to locations where other robots just can't go, these snakes. You know, though some, some robots are better at one particular type of terrain or other. You know, the, the idea for these snakes is the ability to do everything, to do it all. You know, when you're going places where you don't know what you're going to find, you want to send a very versatile, risk-aware robot that's prepared for uncertainty and can make decisions on its own. That's why we got these snakes, these intergalactic snakes. Now, in case you're wondering about Empanadas, it's the sixth largest moon of Saturn, and it is comprised of an icy crust over a freezing cold ocean of liquid water, and it tastes great with salsa. Despite these seemingly inhospitable conditions on Empanadas, data gathered by NASA's Cassini moon mission, or Cassini mission, found that huge amounts of water and gas spurt out of the planet's surface at immense speeds, around 800 miles per hour, sending plumes of its innards into space. Oh, well, this is the water we've been looking for. We're always searching for water out there. We gotta find water! Where's water? Is there water on Mars? Is water on the moon? We need water! We need, apparently we just need water to survive anything. Never mind that it's radioactive water that's going to kill us. We just need water, apparently. We want to surf is the first thing we want to do on other planets. You know, like that colonel in that movie. Ah, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Okay, the article goes on to say they're hoping that the eels can be good candidates to explore empanadas due to its ability, these eels, to navigate all kinds of terrains, including underground oceans. The 220-pound, 13-foot-long robot snakes 
are also able to move around without human input, which is essential since Saturn and its moon are just under one and a half light hours away from Earth. A light hour is how far light travels in one hour, in case you're wondering. So any signal from the robot snake will take an hour and a half to reach Earth, with our response taking the same length of time to return. So it's about a three-hour interval between sending a a command and getting a response. So these robots have to be able to improv on their own, which it sounds like these amazing robot boa constrictors can do. NASA engineers have designed the eels to be able to sense their own environment using cameras and LIDAR, which is a form of laser-based sonar, and travel according to the risks it has determined itself, gathering data about the moon and the terrain as it goes. It goes autonomously, you know, like those cars that drive autonomously, and we know how well that's worked out. No one's died. <laughs> says here they've been testing the eels at NASA for the past few years. The first prototype of the robot exploratory snake was built in 2019. Scientists took the burgeoning robot technology to Athabasca Glacier in the Canadian Rockies as a proxy for the environment on Empanadas' surface. It's really not Empanadas, it's Enceladas, but I just think it's funny to call it Empanadas. They also tested these robots in sandy environments and... On ice rinks, um, they have. Uh, they say the final form has 48 tiny motors to allow for finely tuned maneuvering, allowing these eels to move up rocky and icy surfaces. Now they're hoping to shoot these robot snakes into orbit by the end of 2024. However, there will still be another 12 years of space travel before it reaches Saturn and its moons, specifically Empanadas, which is 920 million miles away. You've heard of snakes on a plane. Well, there's going to be some snakes on a rocket. You know, because they're going to we're going to blast them off out there. Yeah, snakes on a mother effing snakes on a rocket. <laughs> High school yearbook ignites controversies with stories about sex, drugs, and alcohol. <gasps> How shocking. You mean to tell me high school students are having sex? I cannot believe it. I never had sex in high school. No, no. I studied every day, all day. I studied 27 hours a day. Yes, I turned it up to 11 on my study amplifier all through high school. And that's why I got a C minus. <laughs> we have here an award-winning student yearbook staff. Ooh, they've won some awards. Uh, what, for being so salacious? They've spun their yearbooks into some sort of romantic teen fiction is probably what happened. This is a yearbook staff in the town of Kirkwood, Missouri. Whoa, people in Kirkwood, Missouri can't believe that teenagers are drinking beer. Oh, it's shocking to them. In Kirkwood, Missouri, they never heard of such a thing. It says here the yearbook staff found themselves at the center of a controversy after they printed pages and pages and pages dedicated to sex, drugs, and underage drinking. <sighs> oh my goodness, sounds like a diary of a normal high school lifestyle. <laughs> Nothing special here, man. We have here in the story Nikki Walker. She's a mother of two. She couldn't wait to get her hands on the newly released Kirkwood High School yearbook because she doesn't have a life. <laughs> I wait in line every year outside the high school around this time to get my hands on the yearbook. Can't wait for this one to come out. I really liked the the, uh, the volleyball team this year. I'm looking forward to those pictures of the team. Yeah, yeah. I'm Nikki Walker, big fan of the yearbook. <laughs> nah, actually, she has a son who's in the eighth grade and interacts with students at the high school through some extracurricular activities. He asked his mother to order him a copy. He was excited about it. 
And now this eighth grader, oh, what have his eyes seen? Stories about making out under the bleachers, shotgunning beers after football games. Uh, Walker tells the media, the yearbook is a really big deal in our town. We were both so excited to get the yearbook. (laughs) Ain't much going on in Kirkwood. (laughs) High school yearbook is the the big form of entertainment. Now, as you can imagine, this particular scandalous yearbook really disgusted the Walker mother. You start flipping through the yearbook and it's really nice. You know, you see the swim team and the basketball team and all their accomplishments. I'm so proud of those kids. Then you turn the page. I was horrified. There was sections written by students about, you're not going to believe this, marijuana. Even alcohol was mentioned. And what I like to call hookup culture. Have you heard of hookup culture? Do you know what that is? These kids are hooking up. They're kissing and holding hands and hugging real close. Sometimes after a beer or a little spliff of marijuana. I couldn't believe my eyes. I saw a picture of a beer. A beer in the yearbook. There's no place for this. There was even a survey where kids prefer drinking over smoking or what they prefer. Oh, I think they need to prefer Jesus is what I think. Just when Walker thought it couldn't get any worse, she came across a page in the yearbook with the headline that said, Hooked students share their opinions on hookup culture. The concept of a casual sexual relationship without labels and its benefits and its consequences. Well, that's a little weird to have that article in there. It doesn't seem to (laughs) be proper for a yearbook. Yes, we did a study on the concept of casual sexual relationships without labels and the benefits and the consequences. (laughs) I mean... Everything at that age should just be casual, it would seem, without labels and consequences. You don't need to write a study about it in the yearbook. Um, It says here the story was decorated with images that include emergency contraceptive, plan B, one step, pregnancy tests, condoms, etc. There was a paragraph in there about the weirdest places the students have hooked up. Answers range from the football field to a bowling alley parking lot and in the backseat of someone else's car. All right, well, you know, I was making fun of this lady up top, but maybe this is a little bit too much for a yearbook. Nothing wrong with speaking about hooking up in high school. I don't find that to be edgy at all, over the top or shocking. People hook up. You know, but to have an article about casual sex without labels and what are the benefits of casual sex? <laughs> like the benefits of casual sex from the class of 2023. I mean, that just seems a little odd to me. Now you're probably wondering how did this material get in there? Well, the content is determined by and reflects only the views of the student staff and not school officials or the school itself. So it's for and by the students, this yearbook. Uh, which, I, I mean, I think I, the students should have, like, most of the control of it, but it needs to be approved by school staff before you print the damn thing. How is that not approved by school staff? You know, that's that's how we did it in my school, from what I remember. You can't just write anything you want in there, put photos of whatever you want. Not that a photo of a beer is is crazy, but, you know, I've never seen it in a high school yearbook, that's for sure. They interviewed the yearbook editor-in-chief, who is a student, As high school journalists, we are simply trying to record the real history of our year. Yearbooks are journalism. So there is good, sad, happy, and bad, just like 
the lives of high schoolers. Those are the things that we want to reflect upon. I think it's important to give students voices, and we shouldn't be afraid to talk about these types of topics, or any topics for that matter. Covering topics that matter helps spur discussion and help to educate people. Well, this is, that was pretty well said by the student. The school isn't responding to questions. They're kind of taking a hands-off approach to the whole thing, which is kind of rare for schools to just allow the students to do such things. So in that vein, I kind of like to see that this school was like, you know what, the yearbook's for you. You guys want to express yourselves. You do what you want to do. You don't see that very often, but I also can understand the controversy behind all this and the parents being upset or anyone who reads it in the community. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? It's a slippery slope. Um, I can see people taking both sides. Uh, call the show 646-450-2012. Well, 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 thank you for joining me for this episode of the Weird AF News Podcast. That's right, baby. Uh, we got to win this race. I want to thank everybody who sent me emails and, and called the show. You can do those things anytime. 646-450-2012. Or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure that you uh, you do so. If you're listening on Spotify, it's not a subscribe button. It's it's a like. You have to like it, which can be confusing. So please like it so that you get it. Uh, you know, every every time you open Spotify, it'll be the new episode will be there, ready for you to go. It's pretty important. Uh, what else did I want to say? Oh, if you'd like to support the show because you want to throw Jonesy some ducats. Go to weirdafnews.com where you can join the Patreon or buy me a coffee. Pretty simple. It's Wednesday, and I'm doing a show this evening in San Diego. So if you're in San Diego, or even if you're over the border in Mexico, and you would like to come over to see me, it's not too far of a drive. Um, you can uh, All the information's on my Instagram, at funnyjones, including a link to get free tickets. Pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and lastly, as I always say, good luck with your life, man.